2: Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seats with 50 as-a-pop or kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, because Doug loves movies.
0: Hey, everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies.
3: You're getting there. Pittsburgh kicked your asses. Pittsburgh, every single person chimed in with that. It was nuts. Uh, and we're coming to you from our frequent Tuesday night home, the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles. It's August 6, Two Oceans 13. Let me see your name tags, LA.
2: <laughs>
3: now, what is that license plate? Uh, how am I supposed to get a name out of that? Oh, Mike it's on the back. <laughs> You're supposed to put your shithead on the back. Uh, uh, Bert and Ernie, uh, album? And, uh, your your name is Bert? (laughs) That's what it says, right? Okay. Bert, Bert actually can speak, though. What do you got over there in the corner? Like a noose or something? A a, a rodeo rope? Oh, it's a snake? Oh, it's a rope. (laughs) But it looks like there's something hanging out of its mouth on the end there. That's your name tag? And what's your name? Griffin. All right, Griffin. You should have brought a lion that has wings. <laughs> Stupid Griffin. Uh, thanks for all the nice comments on Twitter reg- regarding the uh, horrible sound quality of the Pittsburgh episode. <laughs> it's, the whole thing sounded like we were in a, a stadium uh, and that we had Lou Gehrig's disease. Remember that movie? You made a speech. Okay. Uh, but yeah, thanks for uh, putting up with that. And uh, it was a super fun show. And uh, uh, you know, if you listen to it, just uh, you know, as people have said on Twitter, pretend the entire thing takes place inside uh, Carol Ann's television set in Poltergeist. It'll <laughs> make more sense. Um, since last I spoke with an echo, and you listened, I saw uh, Iron Man three on the trip home on both flights. Yeah, I haven't done that in a long time. I watched the movie all the way through from beginning to end, back to back on two different flights. and uh, Because I was lukewarm about it when it came out. I had some issues with it. And, uh, you know, when you're sitting on a plane and there's nothing to do but watch it twice, uh, it's really grown on me. I really like it a lot. I have very few uh, gripes with it now. So congratulations, everyone involved. (laughs) especially United Airlines. Uh, Thursday night, I'll be at the Grand Theater in Salem, Oregon. And uh, I'm not saying it isn't selling well, but there's 264 seats available. (laughs) Do they get podcasts in Salem, Oregon? Maybe not. Um, you know, Portland, Eugene, road trip, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Saturday, I'm doing a uh, stand-up show at 420 at Comedy on State in Madison, Wisconsin. And then Sunday's Douglas Movies there is sold out. So you, you just never know which markets are going to be. <laughs> New York City! There's a dependable market. Douglass Movies at the Gramercy Theater on Monday, September 9th. Goes on sale tomorrow at noon. Well, you're probably hearing this after tomorrow at noon, so it's on sale. And I've already, I've already... <laughs> I've already booked one of your favorite guests. Uh, The prize bag's got a lot of fun stuff in it. Anthony Jeselnik is not here, but I just did his TV program and uh, the Jeselnik Offensive. And so someone tonight is getting a beautiful Jeselnik Offensive backpack. Like, since it says Jeselnik Offensive on it, if somebody comes up to you and goes, nice backpack," you can go, shut up, cunt. I was laughing in my head when I thought of that as I pulled the bag out of the bag. Uh, Somebody brought a Venture Brothers bobblehead. Again, no one involved with Venture Brothers is here. This t-shirt I can't quite show you yet. Can I show you this one? Oh, yeah, an Anthony like offensive t-shirt. It's not my size, man. So I have to pay that shit forward. Um, We got a comic book in here that we'll talk about. We got a Doug Loves Movies uh, button. That was made by a fan. And um, let's get the guests out here. Please welcome Paul Scheer, Rob Hubel, and Dominic Monahan. You. you have to clap until they come out. Dominic Monahan brought the first season of Lost, you guys. Let's hear it for him. First-time guest brings the best prize you could possibly win.
4: And it says, what does it say on the front?
3: Oh, what does it say? There's a little pun on the front. Oh, get lost. You cunt. Love, Dominic. That's sweet. I've never said the C word more than once in an episode. I'm excited about this record-breaking achievement. Um... Here's I, I bequeath to you a small card with the rules on it. So uh, <laughs> since you're a first-time guest, if you could just learn them all very quickly. This yes. is a
1: great addition to the show, the card with the rules on it. You like it?
3: I love it.
1: <laughs> you need your reading glasses. Though. Yeah, it's very tiny. It's
3: all the rules except for a couple <laughs> crucial ones you might need.
2: Well, and, that's all right. I-
3: and important things like don't say what that so-and-so's a shithead on the back of your name tag. Uh, Paul Shear is here, everybody, <laughs> and he brought Hello. We brought the Venture Brothers bobblehead. A Venture Brothers bobblehead. And then uh, this is from Comic-Con. MTSF SDSUV. It's a special thing
1: that we released at Comic-Con. It's like a, I don't know what it is. It's a little picture. Uh, <laughs> and it was only at Comic-Con, so that's kind of cool. And then I have a comic book that I wrote that is, uh, that's a, uh, issue three. So you have to go back if you like it, and uh, aliens versus Parker. Aliens versus parkour. Yeah, this so, yeah. is a good
3: way to get people hooked on it. Yeah, that's give a, away the third
1: one. Jump into the third one, then go backwards. It's like it, right then you can pretend that the other two are prequels.
3: And this one's called Aliens versus Parkour. Yeah,
1: question mark. Yeah, a little like a little joke on the front. We yeah. like that. <laughs> I do like that. Go oh, because by the way, if you're not seeing it, they're doing some parkour moves. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs>
5: And Rob Hubel is here. Thank you, Doug. Uh, I'll just say this and then I'll be silent for the rest of the show. Whoa, no, you have to participate through the no, whole thing. Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm gonna say this I'm here to win. Whoa. Wow. It's so hard to do without talking. Have I ever won before? I don't. I'm know if you sure. have. I there've don't been, think
3: you have. There've been some heartaches. Yeah, you were on with Nick once, and he knew both movies uh, quite handily. But it was just yeah. two movies he happened to be very. They were know, both fond about.
5: They were both about cancer.
3: Yeah. Fifty-fifty. He, <laughs> he loves that
5: shit. <laughs> and in Terms of Endearment. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only
1: that two might movies have been. about
3: cancer. <laughs> It's those a, are probably the best two yeah right we i agree. I'd rank them one and two of the cancer flex. well
1: I would always say it's the best movie about cancer and an astronaut that's terms of endearment because there's not many of those the right stuff I love all the astronaut stuff but
3: there's hardly any cancer there's stuff barely there. any cancer
1: and yeah. 50-50 is the best Very. movie
3: with cancer and Seth Rogen
1: yeah well yeah and I mean I will say Space Cowboys is a close second for astronauts and cancer <laughs> but a little bit more depressing
4: Wait, what about what was uh, Tom Cruise's dad dying of in Magnolia? Was that anything to do with cancer? Because that was it was definitely terminal. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't come oh. back from it. He was on a drip. Yeah, he was definitely on a drip. We that's, didn't...
3: that's definitely in my top He's two. Eye, his
4: eyes flicker. <laughs> could, could have been cancer.
3: <laughs> that was probably my least favorite part of that movie, though.
4: The Jason Cause, Robards cause part? Yeah,
3: because all his frogs are falling from the sky, and he's just laying there dying. Boring. He didn't even get the touch run, of run those frogs. Run, be scared. Yeah, do something. Yeah. I think he was already dead at that point.
4: Um, well, technically.
3: Rob Hubel brought a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's a
5: T-shirt that has a picture of me on the front of it, and it says, oh, fuck, baby New Year. And I'm crying. And um, It seems like this shirt was given to you, and then you're re-gifting it. I don't think that's the case it I seems
1: like a fan has made this shirt from our popular show Crash Test I don't think that's the case and they gave it to you and you're like I'm gonna get rid of it at a different venue that's
5: not how I remember it
4: it looks way too big for you as yeah. well, Rob. it looks like the type of t-shirt that you wouldn't wear due to size.
5: these are all accusations that have yet to be proven mm-hmm. um, you should give that to your, your lady friend so she can wear it and be
1: like that's my, that's my man oh fuck ah, baby boom. yeah, yeah. That's a... I didn't tell you my girlfriend died of cancer Oh, my God. And she was just about to go up in the space shuttle, right? I know, yeah. Uh, so
3: <laughs> so. Did you guys hear my new thing I say after I uh, make love to a woman? No. no. Boom, you just want a baby.
4: <laughs> um, Have you guys heard of Simbering? <laughs> do, you know, do you know what Simbering is? No. Oh, uh, this is gross. Oh, I like this. <laughs> Well, I'm going to lose a lot of followers on Twitter. Right no, now. no, I want to hear what Simbering That's cimbering, what it's all
3: about. Bro. But wait, what's Cimber, that's what the important thing? What's your Twitter handle?
4: Uh, Monahan. Don's Dom, Wild Things or Dominant Monahan. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, so, Simbering is when you uh, have sex with a lady or a man, I guess. Sure. And after you ejaculate, you grab some of the fluid and put it across their forehead saying Simba. Oh. <laughs> I like that. It's a classic. I like that a lot.
5: I hope no one ever does that to me. <laughs> I predict by the end of this episode that will happen.
1: Hope, kind of I our
3: new ritual. When you lose, that's what we're going to do.
5: I don't like that.
3: I think that's you a bad You really hit, need yeah. to win today.
2: No! <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, Dominic has a TV program I'd like to talk about. I know this is Doug Lowe's movies, but... Uh, well, tell us about your, your show. You go you, you go out into the shire, and you and you uh, you find you find bugs and snakes, kind of. da- very dangerous ones.
4: Yeah, some of them. Some of the places do look like the shire. Uh, Wild things is my attempt to change people's ideas about animals that most people are scared of. Snakes, spiders, bats, scorpions, wasps, bees, ants, moths.
3: You'll really bring home your point when one of them kills you.
4: Yeah, that is true. Well, I
1: was gonna say, are you nervous? I mean, the Steve Irwin. I'm nervous for you now. Yeah, but wait, what happened to Steve Irwin? The, uh, Rob, let's just say he he went, up the space. he went I up to space. He went up to space.
5: I gotta get out of here.
4: I
1: can't do this show. <laughs> I mean, do you take precautions? How many precautions I do you wear, take? I wear like two or three condoms. <laughs> okay, good. Um, and you thimbed most of these yes. animals. Yes. Uh,
4: no, I mean, the Steve Irwin thing was obviously a freak occurrence. Sure. I mean, he, he was he was playing around with dangerous wild animals and happened to be killed by one, but he wasn't doing anything to the animal that was dangerous. He was, you know, swimming over a essentially an underwater hill, and there was a stingray on the top, and it just. You know, did, shocked him and, thing. And, and stabbed him. Yeah, he could have easily been killed by snakes and crocodiles and all that kind of stuff. It just happened that he was essentially like struck by lightning. It was an
3: accident. That thing was trying to hug
4: him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I like it. It got excited. But um, have you gotten into a, a situation
1: where you get nervous when something jumps out and bites you? Yeah, you
4: get nervous. I mean, I think that helps you do what yeah. you're supposed to be doing. If you're handling dangerous animals, you have to have a certain amount of adrenaline or nerves associated with it. Otherwise, you're not gonna you're not gonna be on that. Edge where you kind of need to be to yeah make sure it doesn't hurt you. you know? What's the
1: scariest one that you've dealt with?
4: Um. Moth.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or tell us about the one that you you found one that was so rare or new that you um, actually got to name it.
4: Well, I, actually, a biologist that I was with when we went to Laos, uh, we were collecting uh, spiders outside of this cave that we were going into to find the world's largest spider. And he had said to me while we were collecting spiders, he said, if we find a new species, you can name it. And I said, what's the chances? And he said, pretty good, because there's been maybe two Western crews in that cave before. And uh, we collected a bunch of spiders. He emailed me and said, one of them is a new species. Do you want to name it? And I said, yeah, I'll name it the Monaghan spider. So that's called immortality. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's rad. rad that's pretty awesome. I think that's... I stepped on a Monahan the other day. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that spider killed the human race. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: we
4: got to stop weird.
3: these Monahans. <laughs> Monahan Spider
4: Zero. <laughs> Come on, that's cool, right? I love
3: that. Um, well, that's, that's super cool. And like Paul was saying, don't, you know, don't, go, uh, don't make us worry too much.
4: No, no. Free, uh, free, uh, we're, we're as careful as we can be. We travel with a medic. We travel with uh, certain types of anti-venom if we were to need anti Wear
1: a suit of armor. At all times. I think you would be totally
5: fine.
4: That's totally true. You might not be as dexterous as you need to be right. to tell a TV show, but uh, <laughs> if, you would be safer.
5: If an animal attacks you, is it true that you can just jam your finger up their butthole?
4: Any animal across Any animal. the board. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
5: assuming it has a butthole where 95% of
4: animals have buttholes. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I, would I don't say, know I would say try it try, try it. it and if it doesn't work yeah. move on to an eye poke because that's pretty universal as
3: well and don't tweet to me if false statistic was wrong I don't I, I'm not gonna do the research I'm not a find, scientist uh, I'm
1: guessing 95% there's 5% lacking buttholes yeah
4: yeah. <laughs> those, some people those I are I mostly
3: snakes and insects right yeah. yeah
5: I would say a starfish does not
4: have a butthole
5: <laughs> right in
3: the center sea that's urchin? it's mouth you idiots <laughs> same
4: difference bro Starfish doesn't have a brain. How's that? Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. What oh. is it? What do you, what, you mean? What's there? Instead I mean, of it? what
5: motivates it? Like why, like, why does it go to college and get a what job if it doesn't th- have a brain? <laughs> what is the starfish thinking? Like, how's it gonna get famous? Yeah.
1: How do you decide what movie to go see without a brain? Like, what drives it if it doesn't? like what, so sad ha- to be halfway, any...
3: halfway there. St- it's a star it's already. already a but it's not famous.
4: It's <laughs> fucked up. What, um... It's got, like, rudimentary nerve things that wouldn't resemble our type of brain that tell it to move forward and eat shit. But it doesn't, you know, it doesn't go, oh, I'd rather have a Reuben than a corned beef sandwich. <laughs> It's not that sophisticated. It needs to move and eat.
5: What animal does prefer Rubens over kind <laughs> of
4: Rhinoceros. Yeah, rhinoceros loves that. Yeah. Everybody does know them. that. Uh Paul
3: and uh, and Rob, two thirds of a human giant, they uh they are again co-starring together yes. in a motion picture called Hell Baby Yes. that uh, yes. is on Video on Demand and iTunes right now. I play
5: R. Hubel. And I play uh. P. Shear. Yes. But my name is spelt wrong, oddly. That's a fuck you to me.
3: I'm sure people get Hubel accurate about 95% of the time. I can't talk about it. And, uh, but you guys also have your other uh, projects going on. You got a bunch of. Bunch well, of stuff. I want to say
1: one thing if, if people haven't seen it yet. I do this thing called the Archerio Paul Show, where. Um, thank you. I, uh, I dress up like Arsenio Hall. We recreated the set, and then we recreate classic interviews from the Arsenio Hall Show, verbatim uh, and
5: improvised. And Rob plays Look, the can ultimate I ask warrior. A black, can I ask a black person, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, is this racist? Wait, Rob, you're at UCB. Is it racist? it's cool
2: yeah, is it cool it's with fine. you
5: or is it cool with like for a white person to dress up like Arsenio Hall it's
1: cool by 95% of black people the, the right. 5% of the 5% nice. of black people without buttholes are not cool with that <laughs> but they're not cool with most stuff because yeah, they're, they're really pissed they're off they're really they don't irritable butt, yeah, yeah they, don't. they don't have a butthole they don't like a lot of things that but yeah sense. we have uh, Hubel's The Ultimate Warrior Seth Rogen's Gary Coleman Alison Brie's Madonna Max Greenfield's Vanilla Ice you did,
3: you did it again <laughs> having a white guy play Gary Coleman
1: yeah well and then I also have uh, June Diane Rayfield
5: playing Andrew Dice Clay so it all works out <laughs>
3: All but you should say like, that
5: they are verbatim. Like, yes. there's no, like, you watch it, and then and you can also go to YouTube and watch the real original interview, and it's, it's verbatim. Word for word. It's, so it's crazy shit. Tupac Shakur <laughs>
1: says he wouldn't take an AIDS test for poetic justice unless he could fuck Janet Jackson. And that was on a talk show. <laughs> He's like, if I'll fuck Janet Jackson, I'll take seven AIDS tests, but I'm not taking an AIDS test just to kiss her. <laughs> That is real.
5: How Man. is how is he doing? I haven't heard. He is up in
4: space right now. He did Well, he did Coachella. Recently. There was
3: he was trying to go over oh, a,
1: by the a way, hill underwater. We actually have hologram Tupac in our Sherio Hall. Uh, he is wearing he is he plays MC Hammer, but his card is him as a hologram Tupac and it's amazing. He
5: draws all those tattoos himself. Quality. Rob, you're in a cartoon
3: on Saturday nights?
5: I'm in a cartoon called Axe Cop. Yeah. yeah. With uh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman is Axe Cop, and Ken Marino, and Patton Oswalt, and Peter Serafinowicz, and a lot of very funny people. That's but the comic that's written by the five-year-old kid. He's a five-year-old monster. He's not a five-year-old kid. He's, uh, you know, you give a network TV show to a five-year-old, and then they want their dick sucked all of a sudden. And I'm not going to do that. I will not do that. No matter... Everyone turned on me, did you see that? Didn't like that. What's it called, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, he's adorable. He's great. No, he is. I I actually haven't really met him. The only time I met him was at at Comic-Con, and we had to do a signing, and he was at the head of the table. I'm sure he's... I'm sure he's very nice. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. And um, he, um, he was ahead of me at the signing table, and he was just, there, and there was a poster for Axe Scott, and we're all supposed to sign our name. Well, he just had a huge Sharpie and just wrote, like, he just would write his l- one letter from his name. he just go, like, <coughs> and then slide it down to you and be, like, fuck you. And he's, like, five, so it's, like, what can you say? It's, like, well, thank you. <laughs> That's adorable!
1: I saw him at Comic-Con two years ago and he had taken Sharpies and painted his face like an Indian and was yelling and spitting at uh, people coming to
5: the booth. That's not a joke, that's actually real.
3: He is five though, right?
5: Well, back he's then he was probably four, yeah. <laughs> well, now, now, now I think he's seven. He's, um, I, don't, I don't know him at all. I'm sure he's super funny. I'm trying to be funny about this child who, if I were given a TV show when I was five, like, I would be, I'd build a double jet ski, like a jet ski on top of a jet ski, <laughs> and then put, like, you know, pocket pussies in each one so you could... Well, you're very
2: sexual
3: active yeah, at five years old. Yeah, five-year-old sexual I mean, maniac...
4: Do you guys remember the name of the film about the the little uh, kid who becomes a gangster? He r- like runs his Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> oh no, that was on with Scott Baio,
1: right? Where it was like they're all like little Bugsie kids. Malone? Bugsy Malone. No, not Bugsy
4: Malone. It was a modern. Anyone know? It's a modern day film. It's color. It's like circa 1992, 93 Little kid. The
3: little kid becomes. He starts a to
4: like run the show in his neighborhood. neighborhood. Like, fresh. wait, fresh, fresh. fresh? fresh? That's, That's a, a real film, movie. Right? That's a okay. tight film. He's like eight. What the black guy ki- knew that? Kills everyone. So it's a fucking great film. I'm a little black. Wait, he kills people? Yeah, he, he kills people. He he goes to the you know the He's kingpin. Like eight year old kid? Yeah. Wow. He goes to the kingpin and takes out everyone, including the kingpin. I'm the
1: very excited thing. to see this movie. Yeah,
4: fresh. Netflix that. Who Remi- plus Remi- it? Reminding me a little bit of Belly. You know that?
1: Oh, I remember
3: right?
4: Belly. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit like Belly in its tone. I like it. I'm, I'm in.
3: Shit. Fair enough. What Have you have you been to the movies lately, or are you too busy uh, with the bugs?
4: No, I uh, saw Pacific Rim and Wolverine recently.
3: How were those? I First li- of all, the Wolverine, let's be clear. Oh,
4: excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, I liked one of them. I didn't really like the other one. Can I Which guess? One?
3: This is a fun game.
1: <laughs> I would guess that you did not like Wolverine.
4: Uh, no, it was either way around.
1: Yeah, really.
3: Wolverine's getting better reviews than Pacific Rim. Really? really? Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. I haven't seen either yet. Maybe, oh, man, that makes me want to go either. see Wolverine. I had a lot of respect for Wolverine. Wolverine! In the sense that it kept it all in Japan. I thought, yeah, man, that's. Keep and it's going. a sequel. It's like it's in it's way in the future. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I thought, oh, they're going to stay in Japan and have a Japanese tone to the film, yeah. but then bring it back to America and blow it up. But they yeah. didn't. They kept it all in Japan. It was that was kind of. Beautiful. I like that. I want to see. Um, Pacific Rim, I liked, but I think I don't know. I feel like I expected something different, and the it's scale so, of it the was idea so... of it—is so exciting that everybody. What did the audience think? What did the
5: Did you guys like it?
3: Pacific Rim. Tepid. Yeah. Tepid.
4: Anyone see the Wolverine? Yeah. No. Whoa. <laughs> okay. For an audience
5: at a show called Doug's Love, Doug's. You know what I'm about to say. You know what I'm about. To, I burned you either way. There. They're here instead of watching these movies. Doug loves Mooglies.
1: (laughs) For an audience, that doesn't sound. I already. I I saw. I I saw an amazing movie on Friday. I saw the Spectacular Now. Uh, There you go. Good. And it's only in four theaters right now, but I think it's coming out to more. But
3: it's awesome. It's like a. uh, Did you have fun buying your ticket? I like one for the Spectacular Now. (laughs) Give me my fucking ticket. Damn you,
1: Fandango! All the fun I would have had at that theater. Uh, no, I buy my tickets online, bro. Oh
3: shit! <laughs> you could have, you could play, have that joke with the computer though. I could, for I could say own, the for your own laughs.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but it's awesome. It's like a, I, I say, it's like a modern-day say anything. It's really, uh, it's really great performances are awesome and uh, it's Huge good cast right yeah it's a giant cast uh, you know uh, Coach Taylor he has a real name too uh, but uh, Kyle Chandler Kyle Chandler is amazing in it he's great and Miles Teller great uh, Shailene Woodley
5: everyone everyone no not a bad performance I did a movie with Shailene Woodley oh, oh here we go <laughs> no big Clooney, deal Clooney 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 no big deal go me and, and my and best drop friend
3: it. George Clooney
2: <laughs>
5: it's
3: called the Descendants
5: <laughs>
2: That's a movie
3: that gets better to me every time I see it. Because the first time I saw it, I went in thinking it was going to be... Because it's the most dramatic of Alexander Payne's movies, I, yeah. I think. It's pretty serious all the yeah, way yeah, through. Yeah. Like, the commercials showed him running in flip-flops. But in the movie, you're not laughing at him. You're like, this is fucked up. Yeah. And, uh, and that's sort of how the whole movie is. It's not really a laugh riot, even though there's clever lines and stuff. And you're, you're funny. But, uh Wait, was she dying
4: of cancer? Uh, she was in a coma. coma. Could have been a cancer from coma. Could have been
5: cancer. A, from
1: for
4: all from we know, she got cancer while accident. she was in the coma. Exactly. We exactly. never knew. They the never told tell yeah.
5: us. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's I mean, why you got know. to go. Yeah, you got to get into the script notes and figure out what. You, you got to put know that in the yeah,
4: well, I would think you would know that situation. Well, yeah, you, you, you as, a, as an
1: actor, yes, you have to do research on your character. So didn't you build a character backstory for her? Yeah, exactly. Good point. Yes, I
5: did. What was your question? Did I build... A character backstory. I don't know what that is. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, was like, what is the, what is I was in Hawaii. What is your character? I was in Hawaii. What is your character's name? I don't know. A fucking good time Hawaii guy? <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oh brother! Well, what I found—I is... want to say the one thing—and I've never brought this up to Rob about the Descendants, but I got to bring it up now. I thought it was very offensive that you put on Hawaiian makeup. You went Hawaiian face for that movie. <laughs> I thought that was offensive. I didn't like it. They I loved thought, it. No, they, they did not it. love it.
5: Everyone there.
1: They did you it like his belly
3: dancing scene though? Yeah, that was pretty sexy I was Yeah, the that, the shit, hula.
5: that was pretty special. People yeah. like that. I have not been asked back to Hawaii. I will say that. <laughs> Doing Doug the can I too. do that is that
3: how Hawaii works when you leave do you have to wait for a <laughs> invitation an invitation to return to like how, what do you, how do you get like an email
5: like an evite you bite? get like one of those necklaces one of those flower necklaces it's like a fire dance they send a fire dance <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Doug can i talk about the movies that i've seen lately Oh, we're actually, briefly. we're out of
3: time for that portion of the show.
5: I just want to say I saw the Conjuring. Anybody see the Conjuring? I did. I heard
4: it's great. Yeah. Well,
5: I one time I met the real life couple that that movie is about, the Warrens. They're like real Ghostbusters, sure. demonologists. And I met them. And she's I,
3: clairvoyant, and he's. Uh, and
5: he's well, he's dead. He's into but it. He's
3: dead now. No
5: spoilers. But. He's dead in real life. Anyway, (laughs) I saw that movie. I just wanted to say that. But the real thing I wanted to say was I saw Blackfish. Has anyone seen it? Oh, fucking Blackfish. Have you seen it yet, Dominic?
3: No, I haven't. I want to. Dude, it's going to rock your world. It is so fucked up what
5: SeaWorld SeaWorld does to whales. Yeah, don't go to SeaWorld. How did they get footage? Did they get
1: footage inside the SeaWorld? It's
3: all somebody's camera phone. There are so many trainers killed by whales or hurt by whales that we've never even seen or heard about. They don't even tell you. They
5: don't tell you. It's hilarious. Yeah. How can they, um, I mean you got you end up rooting for the whale you're like well yeah he's it. sitting there in a dark tank like a shoebox filled with like piss water like and he's the smartest animal on earth like yeah. of course Yeah he's and he's hanging it. out with
3: uh, whales from another family and whales just hang out with their own family they so don't they don't want when they, they, they mix yeah. them up the the, uh, the whales just start fucking each other up they they're so so telling me that my
1: different strokes version that I'm doing with whales is not going to work out <laughs> Where would, one whale family adopts two whale brothers. Don't do that. No, well this has been I've been spending a lot of money on my different strokes with whales. I wouldn't do it. I'm pitching it to networks this year. That's it's not, not gonna, it's not be, not gonna
3: be I mean, at least it's less racist than our Sherry Paul.
4: Yeah, that's good. If anything got both of them
5: there. If anything happens on set, I'll give you a tip. Put your finger up the whale's butthole.
4: Fair enough, point taken. Also, killer whales are roaming animals, you know, they migrate. Yeah. So you put them in something they just where cruise they, can, around all they can only move around in a circle, and then the fuckers that put them in it go, Hey, jump! They go, Yeah, I'll jump, and then I'll fucking land on you at some point in the future.
3: In nature, a, whale has never, a killer whale has never killed a person. Right. It right. only happens when they're at SeaWorld. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. yeah so a, come on down, bring it. the
3: kids. Don't yeah. sit in the splash zone, because you're going to get blood, blood on your faces. <laughs> There is a scene where the, well, some of the whales make another whale bloody from his, uh, injuring him so bad, cutting him so bad and then they do that thing where he, he goes up in front of the audience and sticks his tail That's up it. and he's like, <laughs> blood Spurring everywhere. Blood. just spr- it's so
5: And they funny. go, folks, look over here at the penguin container.
4: Yeah, Everybody up. get out of here. <laughs> you know, there's also really tragic scenes that you'll see of, you know, tiny little kids sat very close to the, uh, the edge of the tank and the, the whales will come and Really splash them. A lot. And water on a they, child melts. They get melts the so, so damp that, well, that they, their lives they, are ruined. I've genuinely like, seen a guy get, a, a little kid get
5: soaked. Yeah. And their hair gets like yeah. w-
4: almost wet. And next, yeah, this next is, two, this two or three disgusting. hours or so, they're wet. Yeah. They're, wet. I mean, they're, they're, they're soaking are, wet. There's no I, way I, yeah. that they're not wet. You know? uh, I saw something very cute. similar happen. And that if they
3: outlaw super soakers, only outlaws will have soakers that are super.
1: Look, in in the UK they don't have super soakers and there's no one getting wet.
4: That is absolutely true. <laughs> that is true. No super soaker crime.
1: I saw a Michael Moore documentary on it.
3: This is the part of the Bowling
1: show where why.
5: <laughs> Let the games begin. Yeah. Let the games
3: begin. Oh super you see
2: America. Uh,
3: um, Dominic would like another water I'm if being so, anyone, being if so anyone from the facility could. Uh, I'm being so grateful. Another water for uh, Rob and for Dominic. If, Thank s- if you. somebody could grab a couple, I'd appreciate it. So sweet, it. so nice. We don't have people to um, do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, far, yeah. This is the part where you got to pick name tags, though. So okay, let's, let's do let's it. See the name tags and uh, just go out into the audience and uh, choose the one you want to play for. And while you do that, we'll do this. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay, we're back. Dominic. <laughs> is uh, playing for uh, somebody that brought a gift card for comedy, uh, comedy coffee, bean, and tea leaf. And uh, what's your name? Allie. Allie, okay, and do you, do you understand the concept of a name tag? <laughs> and uh, so I gotta write it down. Uh, Allie, in, um, how much is on the card? 12. Twelve? 12? $12? <laughs> 12 cents, good luck. You what? Okay, we don't have time for this story. <laughs> but thank you for uh, wow, it was 20, bringing but you, it.
4: It was twenty, but you uh, you bought eight dollars worth of coffee. Yeah, that's, that's like, why that's
3: yeah. why she's you know so jittery right now, <laughs> yelling shit out nobody wants to hear. She's out of control. She's like a five year old with a TV show. She's like suck my dick. <laughs> Who are you playing for, Paul?
1: I'm playing for someone called Ruth. Ruth. Baby Ruth. It is a, uh, a Goonies-inspired name tag, uh, which I, I really enjoy.
3: Bring it over here. I was, I was trying to vine it. There you go. Oh, you that's go. nice.
1: And uh, I have a baby Ruth attached to it, and a great picture of Sloth and
5: Chunk. Just having a good time. And uh, Rob, who are you playing for? Uh, I'm playing for uh, Griffin from the uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> It's a noose. Yeah, it's a noose. And if, uh, if I don't win, he's going to hang himself. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> Pressure. So?
1: Or you can use that for auto-erotic execution. Paul, come on. And then when he's finished,
3: <laughs> psh, Simba you.
4: Oh, yeah. no, that rope probably that. has come
3: all over it already. Yeah, good call grabbing that thing. In excess. All right, you guys, uh, I think you all know how this game works, but we'll start with uh, Rob. No, down. I don't,
1: I don't want to advertise anything, but I'm looking at this baby Ruth, and did you know it has four grams of protein in it?
3: That's how they're selling I don't candy know how they get now. them in there. I mean, the, the whole thing's just about four and a half grams, right? <laughs> Full of protein. Yeah, they jam it in there. Super protein. So oh, did yeah. you
5: say we're starting with me? Yes, sir. We'll start with you. Griffin, get ready to fucking do cocaine. With all the money we're about to win. A lot win. of cocaine money. Do we win money? What do we win?
3: Uh, yeah, Gr- Griffin money? will win the contents of this bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, exciting. And, uh, and I'm, I'm a little worried because there's a little extra rope on the bag. <laughs> and, uh, and he could always, he could, like, uh, shove a bobblehead down his throat. There's plenty of ways to kill yourself with this bag. So,
1: I, am, I am concerned about where Griffin was keeping this rope.
5: And had he had, or he had to buy it. There was a. There is a story here. To the <laughs> the podcast listener doesn't realize we're looking at a severed rope that's <laughs> frayed end, kind of musty smell. Why does rope always smell the same? Every rope.
3: Why are you going around smelling oh, don't rope? Don't smell rope. Jesus, you're the worst guest on a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Clooney didn't take you out on his yacht while you're shooting in Hawaii. Get off my yacht! Quit smelling my ropes. Now, Paul is already uh, qualified for the ongoing tournament of championships. So Thank you. You're going to have to come back for that. Congratulations. So, so there's no, no reason... No match for the
1: Masters, There's though. no
3: reason to show off today. I really All think... Right. I think the suicidal uh, kid, Griffin, really I'm deserves, deserves the win. Sorry, Ruth. So let's let Rob walk away with this. Don't... No
5: one's letting me do shit.
3: Okay, play full force, you guys. Would you like one of these categories, Rob Yes, Heable? yes, I would, yes. Would you like Will Smith loves pussy? <laughs> And that's a movie where Will Smith saves a cat. <laughs> Rocky's Horrible Picture Show. That's Sylvester Stallone movies that have gotten two stars or less from Leonard Balton. <laughs> or Womb Raider. And that's movies where John Void has sex. Wow. This is
4: hey, these are You've great. opened up
3: a treasure chest
5: of these are uh, great. I would like uh, Rocky's Horrible Picture Show. Okay.
3: Would you like a um, Stallone movie that got two stars or less from uh, 1992 or 1982? 1982. Oh, he he thinks he's got some ideas. One and a half stars from Leonard from 1992. I disagree. 82. Sorry. 82. Uh, he says about this movie that um, all all credibility is thrown to the winds, <laughs> which is where credibility belongs, I think. <laughs> and um, the wind or
5: the winds? Let's just be clear. Uh, uh,
3: he also says it's kind of hard to understand some of the things that are being said oh, in this movie. Leonard mm-hmm. Mall. Stallone, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Good point. And he only lists five names. How many names do you think you can get it in, Rob?
5: Um, I can get this movie in three names.
3: Price, a pretty smart opening bid.
5: Name that movie.
3: Oh, Paul Shear coming Fuck back it, at you, you hard.
5: Such a, I know exactly where you live. Your three names are? Burn Your House to the Ground. Jack Sterrett.
3: That's a real name? Or the great Jack Starrett. No, I make up names. You know, there's the a new twist to this Tom's game scared. is I just make up names. Uh, here's like another made up name, David Caruso. What is this, an Hansen. opera? Hanson. <laughs> and uh, Brian Dennehy are your three names. Oh, man. The great Brian Dennehy. This is a tough I'll, give you, I'll give you a clue. This is not Cocoon. Because Stallone was not in Cocoon. <laughs>
4: Griffin? With all the alien eggs. Hey. You can't get uh, help from Griffin.
5: Uh, Griffin? Oh Your disease just got terminal.
2: <laughs> is it I thought you were
3: gonna say cured, because in that one movie he says you're the disease and I'm the cure.
5: Yeah. But, but he says it like this. You you disease, the yeah. Um uh, Is it over uh, the, you're the, the what?
3: Is it over the top? Is that eighty two or is that way after eighty two? Yeah, you know how this works. You have to commit to an answer. I'm you committing to You over
5: can't the ask top. me if I'm, it's Jeopardy. Even though Jeopardy. I'm committing to Over the Top. It's can, called... Can I take a guess? Please. That's it, not Nighthawks, is it? <laughs> no, it's
3: fucking First Blood. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I said that I disagree with Leonard. Yeah, he only gave it one and a half stars. How can that be hard and to understand? And he says, Sly's final <laughs> monologue, uh, he says uh, <laughs> that he'll give a prize to anyone who can understand more than three
4: words of it. <laughs>
3: Well, I so he's guess like he, weeping
4: at that point. <laughs> I'm going
1: to say I guess Leonard Maltin owes the prize to America because that's a film that has five sequels. As America said, we love it.
4: You know, maybe people have just not got exposed enough to Stallone yet because yeah, like, you know, yeah. in Rocky and in Rambo, he is... Solid, but he's Stallone, you know. But it's yeah. hard to understand him. You have to get used to that Stallone culture. Did that.
1: you guys hear the very good news today that um, Bruce Willis is out of Expendables three, and Harrison Ford is in? Oh, Whoa, that's kind of like that.
3: That's nifty. Yes. I think the new Harrison Ford with uh, called Paranoia looks kind of good. Oh, yeah. with his with his baldy baldy head. Yeah, he's bald. He's like standing on your neck. I just got a call. I got a I got a quick call
5: from my agent. Oh, what's what, up? What happened on the new Expendables? <laughs> Oh no, Rob! I didn't. I did not get it. Oh, Rob! Oh, I did, Rob! I did not get it.
3: Oh, Who the fuck got? I think you. Call, I think you called your agent. I think you heard that though you lost the part. Don't tell. The don't, guy don't say from, anything.
5: But he's just on the phone with the Uber. guy from Raiders. Got it. The guy from Raiders. <laughs> Wait, the guy I, from guy, rega- the guy from Regarding Henry, you mean?
3: <laughs> the guy from that submarine movie. <laughs> Oh, you oh, 571 oh, yeah. yeah. yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. alright so I lost that point Griffin sorry about that buddy yeah R-
3: Paul is on the board with one point <laughs> that means Dominic gets to go first in this next round and then we'll we'll go from there to, to Paul going. you switch the order every oh, time dude. Yeah, it's crazy uh, yeah, uh, uh, you get to choose between inconceivable and that's movies that have infertile women in them <laughs> Or Not Without My Daughter, and that's uh, Woody Allen movies from 1992 or later. (laughs) (laughs) Or Joe Mama, and that's movies that have either Joe or Mama in the title.
4: Wow. Which which narrows it down considerably. It does. Uh, Which means I'm going to go for Joe Mama. Okay. But you're going to pick obscure Joe Mama movies, I know it.
3: How obscure could they
0: get? Well,
4: yeah. <laughs>
3: they've already—they've got Joe or Mama in them titles. 2001 is the year. One and a half stars from Leonard. I have a strange affection for this movie that uh, Leonard obviously does not. Was this the same year as September 11th?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get in like the mindset.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, Leonard calls this movie Mucky. Yeah, Mucky. M-U-C-K-Y. Mucky. Yeah, and... uh, Has he had a stroke lately? (laughs) Like, what is... Can't understand a thing.
1: (laughs) Movie smells like toast.
3: He says... He says that... This movie uh, has some uh, some very charming aspects to it, including uh, a sequence involving frozen animal testicles. Yeah, and he lists a whopping nine names. So how many names? You, and I and can I could go up into, to you. You can go nine. You could take all nine names, like okay. just take it
4: all. I will name that film in. Seven.
3: Oh, okay. Paul, what do you want to do with that?
1: I'm going to say I'll name that film in six.
0: All right. Apologies to put it together. Come on. Let's go. Let's
5: go. This is going go, you know go to go long. Is this to me? Yes, sir. <laughs> he said Paul. six names. Griffin, <laughs> your disease just got a little bit better. Paul, name that movie. Yes. All right.
3: All right. uh, six names six names okay they are Fred Ward Caroline Aaron Christopher Walken mm-hmm. Jamie Presley mm-hmm. Kid Rock and Adam Beach okay I know this
5: movie uh, this... Joe Dirt that is for the win damn it don't clap for yourself don't clap for yourself look at what he's doing He's clapping for himself. So so I'm cool. clapping for Ruth. Griffin. I'm a vessel for Ruth. I
3: mean. Okay, Allie, we need you to come down to the stage and uh, write down on this piece of paper anyone that you want me to call a, a shithead on your behalf. Is there a shithead on the back of Griffin's Rope?
5: Griffin? No. Griffin's you, Rope, isn't is is that the first of the series of young adult novels? That's before Jacob's Ladder. About Griffin's suicide? Rope <laughs> Can he just tell you someone to call a shithead?
3: No, I'd like him to write it down because okay. uh, everyone will hear it if he says it out loud. Yeah, and, uh yeah.
5: and don't make it me. That would be, you know, I have feelings. You're he, he's over, over here
3: on this piece of paper. Just anyone that you want me to call a shithead, and uh, and uh, you know that uh, it the, could be Osama. You know Biden. that the Brady's are looking for that uh, thing hanging around your neck. Griffin kind of looks and like, and like it's Thor. bad luck. You know that's bad luck, right? Show everybody. He's got the thing from. Yeah, it's taboo. What? Let me see if I can read your. Okay. I hope it's Osama bin Laden. No, they didn't. Neither one of them went with that. Mm-hmm. Axe Cop, Saturday nights?
5: Saturday nights, 11 p.m. Chen Check Central. It. I don't know how to convert to Central Time. I just know 11 p.m. <laughs> just put it in your DVR. It's great, it is super funny. Animation Domination.
3: Hi, Def. Yeah, Fox, if the ratings are good there, they'll move it into the into a prime time slot, right?
5: I don't know how it works, man. I just, 11 p.m., that's all I know. You get paid, right? You yeah. get paid? I don't know how that works. <laughs> I just know 11 p.m., he's really gotten that, not
1: much details.
3: Where can people watch Shirio Paul?
1: Uh, on YouTube, but you can also watch NTSF SDSUV third season just started a couple weeks ago. So Woo! we are I would have said that 10. if I could remember all those letters. No, don't worry about it. Uh, NTSF SDSUV 1215 Thursday nights after Children's Hospital with Rob Hubel. Woo! Woo! 15 minutes of fun. If you're a friend of uh Karen Gillen from Doctor Who, she joins the cast this season. Nice.
5: Yeah, I know there's a solid deep. thirty minutes of entertainment. Yeah. Those
1: two Just shows. Well back
3: back combined.
5: Yeah. Uh, combine yeah. them.
3: Excuse yeah. me. Two fifteen minute shows. They don't have an hour long one like you did or How long's your uh, is? bug hunt?
4: Oh.
3: Uh, <laughs> same same thing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's about eight. How long is it? Uh months. Uh I'm going away in August you mean how long am I doing it's a half hour
3: show or an hour show oh it's an
4: hour oh okay BBC America so
3: because comes back
4: in the uh uh Early part of next year, January, February, Is it April. April, so, April. I always yeah. wonder when you do a show
1: like that, a travel show, even though you're dealing with animals, do you get to go and experience amazing culture because you're kind of in with a cool group of people? Like,
4: so, I mean, some stuff, you're working right. every day, so when you land in that city, we'll see some stuff, we'll film some stuff that right. we see, and then we'll leave, and obviously on the way, while you're making the show, you see amazing culture. That's a pretty <laughs> amazing, then. Do you
5: ever meet, my- like, witch doctors that get you really high <laughs> off of, like, some sort of, like... Dirt. Ayahuasca, dirt beetle, or something like that.
4: I am going to Brazil this year. Oh wow! So that last word that you said, does, ayahuasca, does yeah. sound interesting. Uh, just you in you gotta do just it. You theory, have to do you know it. Yeah.
1: I mean. Ayahuasca is the original animal.
4: Yeah, yeah. You have to explore it. Yeah. I think you. Uh, I Leonard Maltin get... took ayahuasca. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Movie is murky. How many?
3: How many, how many stars? Did he mucky. You call it mucky. Mucky. Just <laughs> making up words. Uh, But uh, baby Ruth, come get your uh, prize bag. Congratulations. (laughs) Give her back this. All right. And uh, yeah, thank you to all my guests. Thanks, you guys. Great panel. Good panel. (laughs) Panel, panel, bo-bannel, bo-banna-banna. Bo-panel. Panel. Panel. And as always... uh, Eric Switzer is a shithead? Everybody looks at Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, Griffin's
1: seatmate. He goes, his friend was like, that's me. <laughs> he just said, that's me.
3: All right, thanks for coming, shithead. <laughs> and people who don't like the X-Files are a shithead.
2: <laughs> well, now it's time for Doug to watch another talking. Eyes viewing prowess makes There's no room